Hey, friends. Whenever we have a small, intimate crew, I always feel a weird talking into the microphone. But just, just so you all know, it's for the peoples online. So there's so many peoples online. All right, how many of you grew up with the tradition of Christmas cards, either receiving them or your family developing them, publishing and distributing? Thank you. Cool, cool, cool. We're a... We're a not really. We're a Christmas card fam, so usually we attempt to get it out around Thanksgiving, and it goes out about the week before Christmas. Um, or, or you're getting it next week. If you haven't received it, it's coming uh, around the Christmas season. It's coming. Uh, and I love it. One, because it's just kind of a nice memento of our year, but I also, I love putting ours together. I love receiving others' cards as well, because it's kind of fun to take a moment and soak in what the year has been for people. And I always look at mine and kind of shake my head a little bit, and I'm like, how do, oh yeah, that, that happened, or we did that, or like, wow, my kids are that old now. And every time in in different ways, I come to this realization, there is so much that happens in our life from year to year. And there is so much that I quickly forget. There's so much that passes by. So in kind of the spirit of that reality, we wanted to carve out a space uh, today uh, for me to kind of lead you through a practice uh, that was developed by friends of mine, Joe Saxton and Pastor Steph over at uh, Mill City. It's called Hello, Goodbye. And it's a spiritual practice of pausing and trying to uh, meet God in the remembrance and the looking back and the looking forward at this season of the year. This whole year, as I looked back at North City, I realized that one verse has come up probably the most in our teaching and our conversations at North City, and that is the verse of Jesus' uh, proclamation in Mark 1.14 as he starts his ministry. This is the message uh, translation. It says, time's up. God's kingdom is here. Change your life and believe in the message. This is kind of a cornerstone concept for us that our role as disciples, as we talked about this fall, is to pause and notice what God is doing in the world around us and in our lives and respond. And so this practice really is one practice of many we've talked about of trying to grow in our awareness of God's activity in our lives and change and respond and adapt and grow in response to what God has done in our lives and how he interacts with the things that have happened in our lives. Searching for God's leadership in the seasons you are in. That's what we're trying to do. Searching for God's leadership in the seasons we've gone through and find ourselves in. In thinking about this, before we dive into the actual practice, I want to bring us to a scripture where the author was meditating on this truth, this concept of God's work throughout time and seasons, and the diversity of experiences that we can go through even in a week or even in a year and in a lifetime. So this is Ecclesiastes 3. I want us to just center ourselves on this this morning as we go through the practice. And as I read it, this is an ancient scripture, as I read it, just start to imagine what, start to bring last year to mind, start to bring what your hopes are for this next year to mind, and maybe sit with those things as we read through this scripture and 
just be curious about which parts of this scripture stand out to you and what resonates with you. This is Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 14. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the, uh, under the heavens. A time to be born, a time to die. I'm not looking at anyone. I'm not looking at anyone. A time to plant. <laughs> That's okay. A time to plant, a time to uproot, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to tear down, a time to build, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones, and a time to gather them. That sounds like a fun game or something ancient. A time to embrace and a time from, to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war, a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live, that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in their toil. This is a gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing can be taken away from it. God does it so that people will fear him. Just take 30 seconds and we passed out sheets of paper and one of those sides of paper will be notes. One of those sides, there's a certain activity that we'll do, but just take 30 seconds and write something that stood out to you from that passage. So as I lead you through today, I just want to say the practice we're about to go through, the reason why we're doing it is one, for you to reflect, but two, for you to know about it. So this, I think, could take many hours for you to do. We have a few minutes. And so part of the point of today is to just introduce you to this practice and this mindset. So what I want to encourage you to do is to be quick to write down the first things that come to mind and take note of a pl the places that we pause that you want to come back to. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, there is no way that you're gonna have time the way that I lead you through this to fully embrace some of the questions that we'll raise. So this is more scratching the surface so that you go can come back and attend to things in the future. As I said, this is a, a practice that's called Hello Goodbye that my friends have developed and given us permission to do. 
They have a fuller version of this as well. So if you want to walk away from this and do the full practice yourself, our number is on somewhere on some piece of uh, paper in front of you. You can text hello or hello goodbye to that, and I will send you a link where you can purchase their full um, process if, you, if something gets really sparked in you and you want to do it further uh, or maybe do it with other friends. So I'm going to be kind of your guide for the next few minutes we have together, and we're going to uh, do some reflection, we're going to do some meditation, and I'm going to move you through each piece. So how we're going to start is just kind of a creative remembrance. And so what I need you to do on one side of that paper is to just draw a line right down the middle of it. This will be a timeline of your year. So the first thing we're going to do is just try to as best we can, and I know this, again, you could spend a lot of time doing this, but we're going to have five minutes here to just try to capture Try to practice remembrance and go through. And if it's helpful to you, mark notable public events, notable personal events, birthdays, holidays. But for our time, I'd really focus on seasons of the year that had negative emotions, positive emotions, when you were surprised or shocked, when you felt far from God, when you felt close to God, or felt a sense of peace. And then any other details that come to mind that you feel like is important in drawing out your year. Now, this is optional. You can use different symbols to mark those things. Or I've done this before, and I've just written what they are. And that works for me, too. You don't have to get all fancy with this. If you want to draw little pictures or doodles, uh, that's your style. Go for it. But you have five minutes here. Try to think through January through the months. Maybe just do it by quarter, like first quarter or seasons, like winter, spring, summer, and fall. So five minutes. Try to capture the major things in your life in 2023 here.
simplifying that. Sorry. Minutes. We have about two minutes of uh, trying to capture your year. As I said, this is brief, so it's easy to kind of get stuck in a season. So I'd encourage you to just stuff the top, top to mind. You can come back to it later if you feel compelled to. But about two more minutes. Okay, the next thing we're going to do is just take it all in. So I don't know if you were able to complete it or add most of the high points, but I just want you to take about two minutes here and just kind of look at your timeline and take it in. And I've got a few questions that I will put up on the screen for you. I wouldn't say don't try to answer all of them. Maybe read through these and see which one stands out to you. Um, you could ask, you know, is there any connections or themes that you see popping up, moments of joy or sorrow, what surprised you this year? And then getting into our central question, what did God use in your life and how did he use it? And what was God doing in the various points in your story? And so on the backside of your timeline, I was thinking that you could use the backside of that as kind of a space for notes. You could just write review. And in about two minutes here, maybe zero in on one of these questions and then kind of 
hold your timeline out in front of you and ask and see what comes to mind as you're asking these questions and taking it all in. About two minutes here. All right, maybe make note of something else you wanted to reflect on there. I'm going to move us to what I think is one of the most crucial parts of this practice, and that is uh, before we move into identifying things that maybe we want to say goodbye to and things that we hope to say hello to, that is just to release. Uh, early on in my ministry career, I had a mentor show me a practice of every time that I communicated or was in a, a place of teaching or preaching, uh, to visualize having a box and taking that piece of communication that I just did and offering it to Jesus and putting it in the box as an offering. And you might be like, that's kind of silly. Why would you do that? And part of the reason behind the practice is to submit our time and all we do to Jesus as an offering. Because I could waste lots and lots of time thinking back about how I could have done things differently or said things differently or how I would have hoped different things would have happened. And as a way to free ourselves from that sort of rumination, it's sometimes good to extend your life out in front of you, what's transpired, and offer, to, offer it to Jesus and submit it to him and ask him to hold our past. So that's what's happening next here. So I invite you just for the next minute to prayerfully look at the things that you've already reflected on in your timeline and imagine doing the same thing, offering it in submission to Jesus. Whatever emotions come up as you do so, whatever fear or excitement about or relief, to offer it up to Jesus.
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I join with these prayers right now and just ask you to hold our past, hold our 2023s. We submit them to you, God, in trust that even when we didn't know it, you were working. Even in the things that are hard, God, there's hope that you're working in that. We submit it to you and your power to lead and guide us through this life. In Jesus' name, amen. One of the most uh, meaningful scriptures for me is from Revelation 21.5. This is just a a short snippet of a long verse, a long beautiful portrayal of uh, a new heavens and a new earth. And it says, look, I'm making everything new. And within this verse is this conviction about God's work for renewal in the world, that despite what has happened, God is working towards a future where his kingdom will fully come. And so it's with that conviction that we look at that offering that we just gave to Jesus, and we can look back and say, what is it that we need to say goodbye to? And saying goodbye to something might be some sort of resentment you're holding on to, some sort of addiction or something that has a grip on your life that you're asking Jesus for the empowerment to let go of. Maybe it's something you've been ruminating on. Maybe it's a practice in your life or a habit in your life that you want freedom from. It can be many different things. But what we're going to do now for the next two minutes is to look back on this 2023 and just ask God, what would you ask me to say goodbye to in 2024? So I got a couple questions that might feed that wondering for you. And we do acknowledge that our life kind of perpetuates and keeps going. So there's some things that will come into 2024 regardless. This isn't a clean slate, new start. So there's some honesty and vulnerability about that. But as an act of faith, try to identify something that God is inviting you to say goodbye to in 2024. Got about two minutes to reflect on this.
If you haven't yet already, as I'm explaining this next step here, try to capture anything that came to mind uh, in, in writing to come back to later. And again, you can see how you could spend a lot of time asking these questions, and I'd invite you to come back to them. You know, in order for us to grab hold of what God wants for us in the future, sometimes we need to let go of things in the past. That's really what some of this is about. So identifying what we're saying goodbye to frees us up to say hello to something new in 2024. So I just want us to next turn our attention and ask, you know, what is God inviting us to say hello to? What are maybe some ways that we hope to be strengthened in this new year by God? Uh, what would he have us embrace? What are you asking God for? I would just take some moments here to be vulnerable with God as you've looked at this year. And he's a good father who wants good things for his kids. And so just have a moment and ask him for what you need and what you hope for in this year. Maybe take a pause and maybe ask for God to give you scriptures or pictures or images that come to mind that would be a guide or an anchor coming into 2024. Take about two, three minutes here to do that. Okay, next, um, just for the sake of time, I want to give you just some space to solidify thoughts here. Um, normally, we would turn and have a discussion, but for the sake of time, I think it's best to stay in a reflective mood. And I would just want to kind of cap our experience with these questions here and just kind of step, take a step back from what you've got in front of you and maybe solidify what a goodbye is for you, solidify what a hello is for you, and maybe start to... Think about what next steps would be, what actions maybe in 2024 you want to take in light of something that came up for you. Uh, maybe identify someone that you want to share this with, a uh, significant other or a friend, uh, as a form of accountability or help. So just take about 30 more seconds to a minute here, and then Kara's going to come up. We're going to pray and then share communion to round out our time. So. <laughs> 